You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I'm here with one and possibly two co-hosts today. Hey guys, how's it going? Not bad, not bad. Really glad to have a special guest on this show this week named Paul. <laughs> Everybody gets to listen to me try and sneak my way back into the show a second time. <laughs> How did you get the password again? <laughs> it's always Ken sent me. <laughs> so I thought today we would have a chat about a game that we have played the most times, a game that perhaps we got obsessed with and played a lot when we were younger. Maybe it's a game we're still playing now, but I'm sure that we all have one of those games. Mm -hmm. I know I do. Um, yeah. And just to, just to set some ground rules, no games that are designed to be played in perpetuity, like no, um, no MMO games mm -hmm. or anything like that. No, like, uh, sports games or, you know, games that you're supposed to just keep playing. Uh, you know, usually something with a beginning and an end, Obviously, every game has a beginning, but you know, there's an end game to it, and one whichever game that you've just like finished the most number of times. Exactly, mm. that sounds reasonable. <laughs> I think we've already lost Paul again. Well, I have several questions. The <laughs> <laughs> first of which is, uh, you know, what? And no, I'm uh, I'm good. I'm well prepared. I'm, I'm I I've got like a five way tie, so so mine's gonna be a long, boring story that you're all <laughs> gonna sit there and listen to. Welcome back, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> just like old times. Well, just for that, Paul, you might as well go first. What's your story, Paul? Uh, yes, I need a nap. <laughs> Let's see. Um. Really, really called my bluff on that whole having a lot to say thing back there. <laughs> I was just peacocking for the ladies. Um, all right, I, I've got like a like a five way tie between three and six games, which is why it's a five way tie. <laughs> this is a good start. All right, carry on. I, I bet without even we haven't even discussed this. I bet I could name like three of them off the top of my head. Ah, uh, but you could. You want to try? You should try. <laughs> well, it, okay. Well, I mean, as much as I try really hard to get you to stop talking about these games, it's probably Space Quest Six, Gold Rush, and um, what, what's the other one that you always talk about? Space Quest Three. Well, that's a good one, at least. <laughs> yeah, it is a very good one. <laughs> jungles and shit you you you're right though i was part partially it, it's played the most times would be would probably be space quest 3 and then and gold rush but then also willy beamish police quest and day of the technical mm. oh okay nice. nice and that's i guess all for different reasons which i i, I don't know how to make sound entertaining you know, it's just a bunch of me saying stuff. Do we all, does anybody want to hear that? Is that, I guess that's what a podcast is. is you know, just, that's what we're all here for. <laughs> it's like I'm sick of my own story I didn't even start saying yet. <laughs> um, 
All right, all right. For, for different reasons, Space Quest Three because I'd like to, and and a couple of years ago, the, Space Quest Three is the, the 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 shortest tradition or whatever of them all because it was a couple of years ago. I was really sick on my birthday, and I played them, and my son was like, "We little, you know, just like the poop and sleep phase, which is delightful in hindsight," mm-hmm. and. And just remember, I, even though I was really sick, it's like a cool memory because I don't, I don't remember it as sick. I just remember like this really nice white Christmas situation playing Space Quest. So it became like a tradition to do Space Quest 3 around the holidays. It's a young tradition. Like if I mess up in, in the next year, it'll have never been a tradition. Like it's only, I, I've done it twice. All right. <laughs> but, <laughs> But I've, I've played the game more more times than that. Obviously, I, I don't know how many, like eight times or something. And um, so I think I think I'll spread my stories out here a bit because you know, it's just, there's a lot of me for the first five minutes of the show. <laughs> let's 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 move it on. You know, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> well, it's funny you'd say Day of the Tentacle, you know, because I think that's the kind of game that I would play over and over, like like full throttle. I like that one a lot. But that is one game. At like the very end of it, the very first time I played it, it crashed and I couldn't get through that point and I never got to finish like the last scenes of the game and I've never really gone back to it and given it a full playthrough since. I know I should. I should really. I mean, it was it was such a fun game to get through. I just I was so disappointed in it. <laughs> it's, it's resting at 98% completed. Exactly. Yeah. I, I actually think at this point, uh, Day of the Tentacle might be my most started game. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like of all time, and and part partly for exactly the reason why you're laughing, but also because every time I set up uh, Scum VM on anything, mm-hmm. and I set that up on like everything, and every single time the very first game I run to test it out is Day of the Tentacle. So <laughs> yeah. Every single time I've done that, as well as the obvious trying to play and just never finishing it. Um, yeah, that's probably like my most started game. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's on everybody's list for some reason or another. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, it shares the honors on, on my list twice, that, or on for me twice, because it's, it's also my most started uh, without finishing <laughs> as well, because my, my son was super into it for a while, and we had to play it. So much, like so much that I actually finished it with a young, young child, like three, four, five times, um, but started it another 20. I'm really, really sick of that game now. It's a great game, but you know, it's like force fed pudding. It doesn't matter how good it is. I feel that uh, I have games that I've played through over and over again, specifically because my kids like them too. And not, not just Pajama Sam and Freddy Fish game. I'm like, uh, uh, Toonstruck. Right. That's not I know you guys haven't played that one, but it's not exactly entirely a wholesome game, but it's it's cartoon and it's funny and it's groovy. And it's just one of those games I've started so many times, haven't completed, but simply Mm. because my kids think it's hilarious. Yeah, it was funny you bring up the actual content, because as as a parent, I'm ruthless. I don't care what's in the game as long as it would get him into adventure games. Like (laughs) I (laughs) would happily be like, whatever it takes, man. It worked for all of us, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, wow, this is hilariously raunchy. I'm so in. <laughs> How about you, Rick? Let's uh, let's get a fill-in game for you while we're waiting for Paul to regenerate his stories here. All right. Well, I was actually right. thinking about this because I was pretty sure it would be one of the Quest for Glories. And I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out, I was trying to do the math 
as to which one it would be, I'd be like, oh, is it is it the first one because like that's the start of it all and I always import my characters? No, there was a time when I actually did play stock characters in the sequels, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it actually turns out... Um, and again, we're talking about most finished. So Ultima 7 doesn't qualify for that either, because that's another mm-hmm. one which I... Um, sorry, Day of the Tentacle is my most started in that I'll like turn it on, play for 10 minutes, and then that's it. Um, not not saying that it's a bad game, but again, it's like my tester game. So I only play the first 10 minutes because I'm just testing out the system. Um, Ultima 7 is like the... I'll always play the first few hours... And then sandbox it for a while and then stop. Mm. So I, I've really only finished it like once or twice in my life, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest is just, you know, screwing around in that game, which is horribly fun. <laughs> um, so I thought about it, like, you know, what's the most, the game that I've completed the most times? I played from start to finish over and over and over and over again. And uh, I've talked about this before, but it's probably the least repetitive of my most repetitively talked about games. And that's uh, dark sun shattered lands. And it's, uh, I'm not sure if you guys know very much about it. It's a dungeons and dragons game and uh, RPG. You create your party. Um, every single member, you have a party of four and you create each one of them. So there's so much replay value. I just wanted to play like every combination yeah, I, I got through to the end of the game the very first time and I couldn't get past the final battle. So I like went back, created a team with like four half giant gladiators and just like destroyed, <laughs> like smashed everything through the game. Just I just smashed the entire game and that's how I first beat it. Then I went back to actually learn how to play it well. Um, Always on easy, of course. I just can't help it. Rick, smash! Yeah, basically. <laughs> smash times four uh, uh, and yeah and yeah and i just had to go through like i had to dabble with all the races i had to dabble with all of the classes different races uh for different classes and just i that's like a game that i would actually like play through i think in one day maybe or maybe two days or you know maybe it I, I can't remember how long it would take me but i'd like blast through it and then as soon as i finished i'd like uh i knew there of this one exploit or i figured out this one exploit where i could basically new game plus it so i just like as soon as i finished the game i would drop my characters re-import them into the beginning to start from this <laughs> uh and then with like end game characters and then just blast through the game again so uh as far as games i've actually played to completion the most times I think that's actually hands down. I think I've probably finished that game um, about as much as I have played through every Quest for Glory game. Wow. So, yeah, that's yeah. pretty impressive. <laughs> like combined. like uh, so. And that is it for me for this episode. The rest is you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right. Rick Skirt is done. Well, I'll, I'll squeak one in here because I keep... I keep playing through the Quest for Glory games in my head. Which one have I played the most? Is it the first one? Because it's the first one and it's probably the one I've shown to people the most and played all the way through the most. Is it the fifth one because my kids liked it and I played it with all three of them a bunch of times? Or 
is it the fourth one because I couldn't play it for a really, really long time. And then when I could play it, I found out that if you completed the game with your character, you could restart the game with your same stats that you had before with your character, but they're like super boosted. So essentially for me, it was like cheating. So I would keep playing four over and over because you could get the super boosted character. But it's definitely mm. one of those three, I would say. Mm. Would you, I guess the question to both of you, would you say that, what would you say is more important, like like the story in a game as for why you go back to it, or or perhaps like a mechanic, like like the RPG elements of Quest for Glory, for example? For me, it's not the story. It's like individual moments, because I'm not really good at putting together a long overarching story in these games because they take me so long to play. So I'm like, if it's funny and quick in the moment, and the the mini stories are good. I'm happy, and and it keeps me coming back uh, just as much as the mechanics. Actually, that's a pretty big part of it too. But, and I'm also I'm quite loyal to a series if I like it. That'll bring me back too. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. What about you, Rick? I I did say that I was done for the rest of this episode. Yeah, you know, I had a <laughs> feeling I was going to get some friction from you. <laughs> um, if you're asking specifically about Quest for Glory, I would say that. Uh, uh, Story is number one. I'm not saying that as a general rule, because there are definitely games where gameplay is king. And I'd say that's generally like um, the rule of thumb. Gameplay is basically the king. But there are Quest for Glory, just the stories are just so good. And um, it's really hard to judge on those ones because, you know, the, the combat is kind of like the weak point. The grind is something I am not... It's it's not the fun part for me, but it is so integral. Like, um, because it's not the fun part, it feels so much more accomplishing when you get to the end, having gone through right. it all. Uh, do so you it's, max out your stats? Oh, every single time, of course. Oh, you're so disciplined. <laughs> I never do that. Because <laughs> I'm always like, when I start the next one, I'm better no matter what I do. Mm. Right? No, I, I always make sure that I go in, like, to the next game like topped out like that that's the whole point of being mm -hmm. able to import your game uh for me mm -hmm. or importing your character from one to one is that you come in there with like the best possible stats you could possibly start out as mm -hmm. but that being said uh actually because yeah the story is great but I, I, maybe it is the gameplay because i do just I, I, that's i think they're just kind of so integral mm -hmm. you can't have one without the other you can't just um you know, the stories are really good. The gameplay really ties in. You, it's inseparable. You can't comment on them as individual components. They're just really intertwined for me. Well, and, and right. the story and the gameplay and, and the series keeps you coming back, even if there's elements, say, I don't like about mm -hmm. one of the games as much. I'm like, yeah, but it's in the series. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're talking about Dark Sun, which was which was my pick, uh, it's probably the gameplay the story is very basic in a functional way. I'm not saying that is a bad thing. It works. Right. Uh, but it is ultimately the gameplay because it's sort of, you know, like I said, it's about going back and playing with different characters and classes each time. Right. No, I get that. All right. So the, let me ask another one to both of you then. So Ugh. think of uh, <laughs> come back, putting you to work. Um, <laughs> think of a, think of a story, uh, uh Okay, find 
you, the game that you've played the most amount of times uh, that is all story-based. So if that's number two or three on your list, and that's why you haven't mentioned it, kind of thing. Like So so the highest-rated game that you've played the most amount of times that's story-based. I'm like, not doing a good job at explaining this at so all. Let me get this straight. So you, you, a, a game that we played because of the story. Yes. Thank you, mate. That was mm-hmm. very ornate. The most yeah. amount of Perfect. times. The most amount exactly. of times. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There we go. See, I, you know, I had the ingredients. You guys baked it up into a, a sentence people will understand. That was real nice. Um, and then, sorry, it's a two part. The, the other part of it is is kind of why. Like, in other words, I'm, what I'm really getting at is what's behind the story of the game that you go back to for its story. That's a really good question, and I think it might actually be. I think it might actually be Space Quest Five. Um, funny enough, mm. and I don't know why. Uh, it was just I, I know it. It's a bit of a polarizing game. Some people really like it, uh, as as I do. It's one of my favorites in the series. I know some people just kind of don't like. People talk about Five all the time in the Facebook group for the Classic Gamers Guild, and you see, like people feel strongly one way or the other it's Mm -hmm. i hear people just trash that game some people are just offended by the fact that it's not the two guys in on principle um i think that's a lot of it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um but i i just and i feel bad for that reason i feel bad that i'm i like a game that's not the two guys I know, like I, 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 I wish I liked it. Uh, I wish I liked four better than five, yeah. but I don't. I like five better. I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. I kind of wish I liked the two guys <laughs> ones better. Uh, but at, at least I can say that I like three the best. Uh, Same. But five yeah. is like number two for me, or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I think this is around the time when I think Star Trek movies came on TV a lot at this time. So I was sort of watching a lot of those ones. So I kind of was really, I've never been a Trekkie particularly. I all respect and I love it. I've been probably going back and catching up on some of them a little bit more now, but I've never really been um, any diehard Trekkie, especially not back then, except for the movies. I loved a lot of the movies. I didn't, I haven't even seen them all, but what I did, you know, Wrath of Khan, Undiscovered mm-hmm. Country, uh, First Contact. So I was kind of on a bit of a Star Trek high. And, you know, Space West 5 was the Star Trek one. And it just sort of, on top of all the ways I thought it was a good game and a good space quest, um, it also just sort of gave me that vicarious, hey, I get to be the c- captain of a ship kind of right. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it, and it had that early SCI, AGI vibe where you, you felt like you could go anywhere at any time for any reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I could just travel to this planet right now and it'll let me. Th- those kind of things are nice. You know, it's funny. I've always said Space Quest Four is my favorite because it was my first, but I don't think growing up I even had a favorite. I just remember liking the Space Quest games when I was younger. That's also general. a very good point. <laughs> I didn't think about it until much later. So I, you know, you, I kind of forced myself to think about, hey, what is my favorite? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Good point. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Well, Anna, what about you? What's the, what would be like the most played story based game? 
Uh, probably, st <laughs> is it even story-based? Yes, it is. King's Quest Four. It has a story. It's all the way through. I've played it the most times. It was my first story-based adventure game. So. Uh, in, in the spirit of the question that Paul keeps trying to ask and fails to convey, uh, is it the game <laughs> yeah. that you, uh, <laughs> is it the game that you replay because of the story? Like, because you want to relive the story. <laughs> is it, the story yes. is what brings you back to it? It actually is because okay. I love the 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 elements of the stories and I love that you save the frog but he's a jerk. Yes. I love that yeah. at the end of it, you know, somebody's in love with you and you're kind of like, yeah, that's cool, but I got shit to do. I mean, mm -hmm. swimming to the island, it's it gives me at the story it feels good. It gives me good feelings to go mm -hmm. through that and I know the story and it's it's a reliable story. You know, it's there for me. I right. would say yeah. that is for sure the one I come back to for story. You know, you know what's funny is because when you describe this, describe it, and I love King's West 4, you, you know that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was just sort of thinking, man, if they released that game today, people would hate it for those reasons. So <laughs> 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 no, you're forcing your agenda down my throat. <laughs> Propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I originally asked... You guys gave me kind of exactly what I was looking for. What I was thinking is like, it's it's interesting to know. I think why somebody has a favorite story based game more than mechanic, because mechanics just probably a personal taste thing, or or you you know you like the way a certain attack feels or whatever. But the story game, it's like you know you're trying to almost get to know more about the person by learning their answer. But for the origin of it, it's, it's like mine's the same as yours, even though I, I, I maintain it is like a, a five-way tie or whatever, but, but the, they all have the same answer, which is just like some sort of vague way of explaining comfort, I guess, mm -hmm. familiarity. Mm -hmm. Like, Anna, you had said it's, it's there for you, and, and Rick, you were like, I don't, I honestly, I couldn't tell you. Like, I think it's, it's that lack of, there, there almost isn't words for it. It's just like a weird, like an old cozy blanket. Like, you just, mm -hmm. uh, Anna, when you said reliable, that was, that was probably the best one. It's just like, you, you know, it's there for you, and, it's still thrilling enough to care what happens next, but you're also safe because you know what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, and especially true for Sierra games. Like you really gotta have that um, yeah. go in with that security blanket of like, I know what to do. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and then you come across a hidden Easter egg or something you hadn't yes. seen before, and there's yeah. that reward. You're like, oh, this yeah. is why I'm doing this. <laughs> well, once yes. you have that baseline down of you know what to do, then you get more like experimental and that's mm -hmm. where the fun really comes in right exactly. yeah it's more i'll die on my terms like now i'm comfortable yes. my game's saved so let's go yeah. fuck off and try and get quick get look at everything <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> use every item on everything oh that feels so good yes and <laughs> <laughs> it, it's fun because it, those things have got more entertaining since since the classic gamers guild since sean mills's book like yeah, the more the more we learn about the people at Sierra, the more those little lines that they they hit in there kind of are, are, have the potential to be funny. Because all of a sudden you're like, oh, I, I, I know that person now. Well, you know what I mean, not know them, but yeah. I know I hear tell of that person. I, I get that reference or whatever. Is it? Uh, I'm trying to think because I I really am asking this because I might not know. I'm I just wondering if I might have stumbled across something. Was there a difference between you know when you dabble with stuff in a Sierra game. Um, 
did they have a lot more variety in the flavor text? Because I, I wonder if Sierra was more entertaining in your failure than LucasArts right, was right. in ensuring your success. I feel that there was more to look at, whether it was typing or point and click, because LucasArts generalized shelves, right. I felt. And I felt in Sierra games, especially in, say, Quest for Glory, you could look at very uh, specific individual items in each shelf. In fact, I'd be quite disappointed if I could Right. Right. Oh, good way to put it. Yeah. I, I wonder, because I, I, I don't have much to base this on. No. I haven't really I haven't really done a deep um what's that term? Like a fine tooth comb run of a right. starts game. So I don't really know what it's like, but I just know that like there's such a good entertainment value of looking at everything mm-hmm. in a Sierra game, clicking on everything in a Sierra game, using items on everything in a Sierra game, right? Well, if you go to a game yeah. like uh, Al Emo in the Lost Dutchman's Mine, it was made very much in the nature of the point-and-click era of Sierra games. And you can click and look at every detail, every crack in the floor, and every picture on the wall, and every little bottle has something in it. And you can click multiple times, right? You guys love that, don't you? When you you can look at it, <laughs> and every single time you look at it or read it, it'll give you some silly shit, but it's like <laughs> different for like 20. And I'm like, oh, I'd always want to be like, like, how many different things can it'll tell you, right? When you, yeah, How many me. different things will more. it tell you? <laughs> yeah. Until Neverhood screws you up on that one. <laughs> That's so neat <laughs> to play that. Yeah, but it's, it's a really good point, maybe, because it's, sometimes it's hard to, uh, come to come to the defense of Sierra, which, not that they need defending or anything, but, but there's, uh, I don't know, there's, there's like a lot of LucasArts-centric stuff on YouTube and, and uh, the, you know, there's tongue-in-cheek little, like, you know, at least you don't die, like, in a Sierra game. Kind of like that Thimbleweed line. Like, they're, they're very on the nose with it. And it's like, all right, I get it. Like, can we just like <laughs> them both? Don't pick on don't pick on little Sierra. Um, but it, I think with Sierra, it's, it's harder to explain the nuances of why their games were, were, were fun. Because basically, what I'm saying is LucasArts games were, like, perfect on paper. Mm-hmm. And usually in execution, too, to be, yeah, to be totally yeah, frank. Um, but, but, you know, they, they just, it was... It, it's almost vanilla how how safe it is, I guess is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. And so with Sierra, it's like it's these little things that become hard to explain to people, like like the explanations or, or and as you put more eloquently, the, the shelves, whether they mm-hmm. describe one or the other. But to Rick, to your point, too, I, like I've played all the LucasArts games in the last like two and a half years. I played their catalog, I'd say, ad- mm-hmm. adventure-wise, except for Grim Fandango. And I, I, th- I do think you're right. Like I, I don't think there's as many. And the other thing, too, is... Sierra had a tendency to use narrators, and there's a lot more room yeah, for that kind right. of flavor text with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, it yeah, also occurred could, to me, cause, and I've mentioned it. this kind of before, uh, and it kind of popped up more recently in my head as well, where it's sort of like, you know, uh, I, we, we've mentioned and even did an episode on uh, St. Christopher's School Lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we, we talked about that quite, or we referenced that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of what made that game fun was just the flavor text. Like the game, the right. game was the game was cool, um, and the art was great. And you know, there's a lot of mini games that were fun, but just look, just looking at everything in that game was just yeah, that just made everything uh, that prevented the game from dragging when you get stuck. And mm-hmm. I think that's a really important yeah. aspect, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you you might not know what to do, but you're having a good time. <laughs> being mm-hmm. stuck right so uh and yes. i really and i kind of really felt that there was a lot of that in sierra games 
but I'm trying to remember again. I'm not an authority on LucasArts. I, uh, I, I've said before, and I'll say again: you know, there's no Sierra fan that's not also a LucasArts fan, and that includes me. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm trying to think about like, hey, have I ever like just gone through and just sat there like clicking on everything, just seeing what they're going to say? Because it's so entertaining. In Sam and Max, I did that, the very first one. I thought they were mm. so sassy and funny and rude. I wanted to click on everything to hear what they had to say about it. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was funny what you just said. Like, every Sierra fan is a, is a LucasArts fan. I think that's 100% true. I just, I don't think vice versa is true. No, vice versa is not, not the case. It's absolutely not nope. the case. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and and that's, that's, that's the wall. It, it might take a whole episode one day. We're going to have to break that wall down. I'm, de- mm-hmm. I'm determined to show LucasArts fans that, that they'll have a great time playing Sierra games, even even though the scary things they've they've read about, about yeah. dying and having to save a game, whatever. I, I, it's just so I, hard I, for them to go back in time now. Like, Well, that's we, kind of the problem, <laughs> you know? You can't, you can't uh, get them to, in their 30s and 40s, go back and understand what made Sierra great now. Mm-hmm. No, you can't, but I, I think if they... I'll put it this way without naming names, of course. I recently saw a, a YouTuber who does exclusive adventure game stuff. Great channel. I really like his content. Um, but he, he had just kind of said in his own comment section one day, he's, he's like, uh, he was replying to me, and he's like, I, I've actually, truth be told, I've never actually played a, a Sierra game. And I was like, yeah. holy hell. Like, hmm. I'm starting, that made me to kind of open my eyes. I'm like, you know, he's probably not alone, especially like the, on the European English side of, of things. There's a lot of like Brits doing Monkey Island videos on YouTube, a lot. <laughs> like it's too much um but but it made me think like if if, if just a quarter of, of guys like like him actually haven't ever played them that that would be my audience like if you haven't given it a shot mm-hmm. because of whatever aversion you know we'll talk you through it but not now maybe one day probably not <laughs> <laughs> just email us we'll email you back it'll be like the old days except you won't have to write a letter in the mail yeah. And, I guess and <laughs> get a 100 number set up, guys. That, that's our other thing. <laughs> yeah. I guess if there was one thing I wanted to say to a LucasArts fan who's not a Sierra fan. In fact, I actually did say this to one where I had to explain to them, like, okay, all those things that you complain about Sierra games is what makes them fun to us. Yeah, so exactly. I, I can't guarantee they're going to like them if they try. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that everything that you said that, like, oh, I don't like that in games, like, that's what we love in the Sierra games, so... Yeah, Is that why yeah. we're a little bit, like, are we... We're not, like, elitist or anything, are we? We're like, oh, but, you know, you poor guys don't have to die in the game. Is that, like, the battle between us and them? It's part of it. Yeah. It's an aspect I think, of I, it. I, just, I think we're on... I think we're on our back heels in, uh, on the defense. I don't think... <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've never known I us I think to we're be. just taking punches right now. <laughs> we're copping mouse from, from these guys right now. Because the, yeah. it, it is it's really easy. Rick one day told me brilliantly, because I was being a dick about how much I like Max better than Windows. <laughs> he was like, he's like, but you got to admit this, that, that uh, LucasArts you know, is to Mac as Sierra is to PC. And I'm sharing that on the podcast because it's got to make sense to at least one other person. As much sense as it made to me in that moment, I'm like, damn it, I hate how right he is. There's just, I can't really explain it. Just if, if it hits you the way it did me, maybe let us know. But but there's, there's something about it. So anyway, there is like an inherited, like, you know, you can't die in our game. It's the perfect design for adventure games, you know. Ryan Gilbert, did you know? <sighs> Sorry, I, I just, I, I always groan when I hear that where it's like, oh, 
we you can't die in our games like that's not a good thing mm-hmm. like seriously yeah, exactly I, I don't like that about the games. the kids that grew up playing your games they walk off the edge of a cliff because they don't think it fucking matters yeah you know you play sierra <laughs> you're like i'm gonna think twice before i walk off the end of this cliff yeah, well, yeah. No, well, I mean, gamers don't bowl with bumpers out, you know. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm pretty sure you guys know this. I'm pretty sure this is how you do it. When I play a Sierra game, I explore the deaths. Oh, I That's love part the of yeah. the game. That is That's the game. The best part. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a ritual for me. To, like mm-hmm. getting to the end. The best part is is knowing that I'm done and I can go back at all my saves and just die. <laughs> and be careless. It, it's way better I, than the ending of the game itself. I, I can't remember if I said this on the show, but I'm pretty sure I've said it to Paul, or if not both of you, um, at one point in the distant past. But I I have said that I'm pretty sure that like people who were murderers, a- after they die, they become reincarnated as Sierra characters in my game. Because they <laughs> right. get the worst... Ex- form of existence exactly <laughs> like this is their karma it's like if they are reincarnated as a sierra character under my watch mm-hmm. like they are getting their <laughs> universal justice you know and you'd think this would be a cool thing because i'd be like hey friends come over and let's try to find all the different ways we can kill this character and they're like what the hell is wrong with you they're, like ser- seriously there's going to be a black mirror episode about how i play sierra games oh <laughs> uh, that would be such a good episode you could do you could do a sequence where where the, the guy uh the guy has like a premonition nightmare and he wakes up from it and he's like, oh, honey, I had that dream again where I couldn't walk upstairs. It's just, <laughs> it's just so. <laughs> Anything for a live action reenactment of someone tripping over a cat and falling downstairs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in, a, in, in a very almost cartoony head over, literal head over footway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to find out how many ways the cat can kill you, and you want to figure out if you can kill the damn cat. <laughs> yeah. Or at yeah, least at kick first, it, which we all do. It breaks your resolve. At first, you're just like, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm better than that. And there's 20, 30 minutes in the game, like, oh, I'm kicking this cat if it'll let me. Yep. <laughs> I don't think there's a single person that has ever played that game that hasn't typed that phrase out. It was the first thing yeah. I did. I think it was like the first, or pick up cat was like the first thing I did, mm-hmm. and then kick the cat was like the second mm-hmm. thing I did. Yeah, because fuck petting him. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see the stats on on who who type uh, kick before pet. Exactly, <laughs> right. like how many that. minutes elapsed in the game? Because it's all about timers, right? How many minutes elapsed in the game before they typed it? <laughs> yeah. That's a yeah, stressful no, game, uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's really shy. Yeah. The timer kind of ruined that game for me, honestly. It had the potential. What freaking kid but likes a timer? Hey, go clean your room. I'm going to set the timer for 10 minutes. Just to, yeah, really. just to make sure, because I we're obviously all on the same page. Did we actually name that game yet no, for the audience? We have not named that game yet for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They know. <laughs> uh, you, you know, while, while we're still close to the... the, the Everything we like about everything you you know don't like about Sierra games or here you shouldn't like about them is what we like about them. The other thing that always gets me too is like adventure games are the only category of game that it, it became weird to 
to die, dying like dying is 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 a is an essential part of every other <laughs> video game genre Good point. Period. jesus like mario call of duty you name it it's based on dying in some way, whether you're killing or getting that killed. Is such a good point. That's brilliant. But with Paul. adventure games, it's like, oh, you can die in Sierra games. Oh, I know. Like, oh, oh, oh. like it, what's the, like you know there's a save function, right? Like, it, it takes maybe 3.2 seconds to achieve a save state, and then you just move on with your life. Like, it's, and it's, believe it or not, you can do it with, like, a button. You can hit F5. You don't even have to do Control S, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> exactly, you're dropping the protest. But yeah, that, that's that's always been really strange to me. Like it's it's super uh, taboo, or I don't know. It's it's like I can't believe you can hilarious. die in Sierra games. <laughs> so Anna, you what is your me... second most replayed game ever? Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. Second. I mean, okay. I already named a bunch of the ones in the Quest for Glory series, and I named a bunch in the. Uh, well, I named one in the Space Quest. I named one in the King's Quest. I mean, Police Quest is in there. At least the first one. I haven't played the... And I love the second one a lot, but I think I've probably played the first one more. First one is the game that I have played the first three quarters of the game the most. <laughs> yeah, I could probably <laughs> say the same thing. I like the driving. I always like the driving. It was the first like real mini game that I was any good at. I felt pretty boss and I still have most of the map memorized. Like I feel I, pretty confident when I got to go to the park or whatever. So I still don't know why everyone complains about the driving. In that I love game. the driving in that it's, game. <laughs> it's it's one to one. You push left, it goes left. You push mm -hmm. up, it goes up. If, if If the driving sucks, that's entirely on you. Yeah, I preferred right, it to yes. three, although three was fine. Two, I mean, didn't give you much of a chance to do uh, anything. So. I, I hated the driving in three and the one remake. <laughs> yeah. I just... Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, it sucked in That's the VGA. Such... I never finished that. <laughs> That's such a good point. It's one-to-one. -one. If you're bad at it, it's you. Because it, it's true. It's not like it randomly throws curveballs at you and changes <laughs> how the game operates no. and behaves. Like okay. It's what, a what you just and you can you understand literally the turn on your sirens and do whatever the hell you want. You don't even need to obey the rules if you do it right. Yeah, you're you're not driving up a winding cliff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a grid. It's a grid. It's and like you said, it's lines. one to one. Yeah. You, you don't click on the pixel right before the road. You click on the road itself. All you got to do is crash four or five times tops, and you'll have it me muscle memory. Like it's it's <laughs> not. Just calm down. Think about what's happening. <laughs> And I mean, there is a freeway strip right down the center if you want to take a shortcut. So I mean, there's there's really no reason. Yeah, it's a good game. It's yeah, a fun it's game to play. I love it too because of the radio codes. It makes me feel so pro. Makes me feel yeah. like a police officer. Something like, and it's that, real. Right? It's so real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that is that is one of my my five or six or whatever my vague shifting story is about yes. games I've got picked. It's mm -hmm. uh, Police Quest 1 is definitely EGA, AGI, whatever, is definitely definitely uh, one, tied for one of my most. I I think that's like my most wholesome pick, like right. reasons, because it's like just because. Like that um, was, you know, and we've talked about it before, the, the first open world experience for me and everything. Yeah. So my little brain thought it was. Police Quest 1 I love playing because the art is like my favorite art in any Sierra game. Um, 
of a, of any generation of Sierra game. I just, I just, mm, that yeah. is the peak and pinnacle of AGI and peak and pinnacle of Sierra in terms of, um, in terms of, um, um, graphics. I, I shouldn't say graphics. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's the art. It is the best art out of anything Sierra. But Police Quest 2 is actually pretty high on the list for the ones I've actually finished. Cause I did play through Police Quest 2 quite a bit and I don't know. Well, actually, I, it it was just good. I like that game so much. I know. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's probably another one where it was the story because that whole um, the investigation so cool, just doing everything. Like it, you know, it's it, a little you bit feel more so behind up. the scenes. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's more amped up because now it's actually uh, you know before it was a sort of like procedural. Now it's sort of um, oh now this guy broke free and is trying to kill you. <laughs> and he's yeah, killing yeah. everyone that you know. Uh, so it's just, you know, raised stakes is definitely in there. It, um, it did such a good job of making you feel like you actually had special access. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I had the, I got that feeling of like, you know, I can step behind the lines and, and you right. know. Um, yeah, so, had and the diving in that game. Oh, God, of course. <laughs> Blessed be thy Keith. Yeah. Yeah, the diving. Although I hated the diving because, like I said, I played it when I was on a monochrome screen. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. right. That's um, horrendous. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, it's a literal pixel hunt. You have to find the two differently colored pixels on the screen, which if you play monochrome, there are no differently colored pixels on the screen. <laughs> so like some we... sort of living hell. <laughs> So we just dropped Anna somehow. Um, so I hope she gets back. Maybe not. Uh, I'm out of things to say anyway, so I don't know if there's anything else you want to say, Paul. But um, I, I think we're probably going to have to wrap this up because Anna is dead. Apparently. Not literally, but yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't know. <laughs> we honestly don't know. She could be, It could be anything. <laughs> I'm over here doing doing the the throat the throat cut gesture. <laughs> we can't confirm or deny that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Paul, you get the final thoughts in the closing. Oh, oh, cool! Yay! Um, <laughs> final thoughts are, uh, you know, play games a lot. Or play them a little. It's it's completely up to you. That's a horrible, horrible final thought. Uh, it's disingenuous is what that was. <laughs> oh, there's Anna back. We were just about to close out. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I figured so. Damn it. I just, I get my fucking thing was loose and I let your computer die there. <laughs> no worries. Did, uh, did you have anything further to add in? No, I mean, I, okay. I was pretty stoked on the police quest. I think we covered it pretty thoroughly. I mean, honestly... As a closer, I play all of the Sierra games over and over more than I play any other games, uh, at least currently. I used to play Mario a lot too, like all the Mario games over and over again because they're fun. But yeah, Sierra games in general, I just, I keep playing them and I can't stop whether it's Colonel's B-Quest, whether it's uh, Dagger <laughs> of Amon Ra, any of them. I just, I want to keep playing them, all the Leisure Suit Larry games, and I'm going to keep on playing them. And you know what? I'm going to keep discovering stuff until I get old. And then when I get dementia, I'm going to forget how to play them. And then I get to play them for the first time all over again. (laughs) 
over and over. <laughs> all right, that was that was quite the. Uh, all right. Yeah, that was that was a powerful ending. It was a, a extremely positive. <laughs> you, you've you've left me feeling okay about dementia. It says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, I'm closing it. All yes. right, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording in separate states. It would sound like I just got kicked up from underneath the table. Um, all right. That's all the time we got, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, as always. We love you. I've missed you. I'm sure they did, too, but I, I have more on account of not being here in a while. I regret that sentence. Let's just keep going with this closing part, which is, you know, the thanks for listening bit. We're a group and a page on Facebook, the Classic Gamers Guild. You can find us there. I believe in you. We're also on Twitter. Do us a tweet at the CG Guild. And since I didn't get corrected, you can also find us on Instagram at CGG Podcast. Maybe? I'm a little rusty. Was that right? Yes. It was right. Sweet. So, you know, keep keeping the flow going uh, as I'm doing so well. Thank you to all our Patreons. I really appreciate you guys. We love you. We all appreciate you. Um, a special thanks goes out to Jay Holmes and Mark Fillion. Thank you so much, guys, for your support. And um, we'd like to, to welcome a new Patreon and say thank you so much to Tim Byrne. Really appreciate you too, mate. So that's it. We love you guys. Be safe out there. Don't do a murder. Mm-hmm.